0: Welcome to the Monument Hunts Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Kimenoff. Have you ever been hunting for information when planning a trip, but didn't really feel like you had an insider's perspective on what to do and where to go? Well, I certainly have had that feeling. I love my home state of Nebraska and outdoor recreation, and when I can combine those two things together, I reach a stage of peacefulness that is unmatched. On top of that, it brings me a lot of joy when I get to share stories and give tips to folks looking to come experience Nebraska's outdoor recreation opportunities. Through this podcast, our discussions will cover topics of hunting, fishing, camping, and general outdoor recreation throughout all of Nebraska. Please sit back and enjoy today's discussion. Welcome to episode number four of Monument Hunt's podcast. I'm your host, Josh Kimenoff. This week, we're going to be talking about upland game hunting, specifically pheasant, quail, and grouse. If you happen to listen to our first episode, you'll know that grouse season has been going on for about a month and a half. It started back at the beginning of September. The season for quail and pheasant is starting here in just a few days. Most folks, when they think about upland game hunting, They think of pheasants, they think of South Dakota. Yeah, South Dakota is known as the pheasant capital of the world. However, Nebraska offers some really great upland game hunting as well. Growing up in the state of Nebraska, we did a lot of pheasant and quail hunting when I was younger. Unfortunately, I got away from it because of football, because of other activities growing up going off to college and not having anybody to go with makes for a very difficult up and game hunt as a solo hunter. So what do you think of when it comes to up and game birds? You usually think of open fields, tall grasses, maybe some shrubbery, and a lot of walking and birds, bird dogs. And so You probably are thinking, all right, well, if Nebraska has an opportunity for upland game birds, where do I need to look for? Where should I go in the state? Nebraska is a big state. It's uh, from one end of the state, Omaha, all the way out to Scott's Bluff is eight hours, depending on how heavy your foot is and how many stops you have to make. Big wide state, top to bottom, north to south. And not as much as it is wide, but you're still talking a good five hour drive from Kansas to South Dakota through Nebraska. So really a big state with a very diverse landscape from east to west. The eastern side of the state is at an elevation of roughly a thousand feet. The far western end of the state gets up to around 4,500 feet. So that's a difference of nearly 3,500 feet from one end of the state to the other, which means the habitat and variety that you're going to find is going to vary significantly depending on where you're at in the state. And therefore, you're going to have a variety of opportunity across the entire state for pheasant, for quail, for grouse, whatever upland game that you're going after. So what do you need to know? Well, first off, you will need to know what game you're gonna go after. And then you need to know where is that game commonly found and where is their primary habitat found in the state and what is that primary habitat? So let's take pheasants to start off with. Pheasant are actually common across the entire state of Nebraska. However, their primary range can be found in the southwest corner of the state as well as the panhandle and actually in the far northeast corner of the state you'll find pheasants these areas will offer primary habitat for pheasants to go into what is that primary habitat that they like pheasants like grasslands they like idle crop fields so either something where they've intentionally planted it and they're not planning on picking it or they've already picked it so corn stubble Or maybe milo stubble or something like that. So they like those idle crop fields. They also like wetlands and they want shrubs around to give them shelter. So when you're looking at particular places to hunt, what you want to look for is what's it offer as far as food, shelter, and water. So that's the three main things that you're going to look for when it comes to any game species that you're going to go after. All right. So what if you're a quail hunter? Again, quail are pretty common across the entire state of Nebraska. They're rare in the Sandhills part of the state. So kind of the north, northwestern part of the state, as well as the Panhandle. They're fairly rare in those areas. Those areas don't typically provide the habitat that quail like to get into. So what do quail like to get into as far as habitat goes? Well, they like wild grasses, but along with that, they want shrub bushes and they want open woodlands. And you can generally find those somewhere close to the river bottoms. Unfortunately, in the sandhills, there is a, a much larger expanses of land that doesn't have water sources close to it. So quail tend to not be in those places as often. Again, it's your three main things, food, shelter, and water, that you want to be looking for, and you want to make sure that that habitat that you're looking for fits those needs of the game you're after. All right, so we also have grouse or prairie chicken, depending on what part of the state you're in. But both grouse and prairie chicken, they like pretty much the same habitat types. Grouse and prairie chicken are actually primarily found in the sandhills and the panhandle, so a little bit of the opposite of the quail. Uh, And if you tend to hunt along the very southern edge of Nebraska, or if you want to hunt the southern edge of Nebraska close to the Kansas border, you're also going to find habitat that's suitable for prairie chickens and grouse. Otherwise, if you're in the eastern part of the state, You occasionally will find them, but they're not as common in that part of the state, nor are they as common in the northeast part of the state. So what are the grouse and prairie chicken habitat preferences? So for those, they like tall grass prairies. So they like the big open expanses of land. And unfortunately, you know, we don't have a lot of the native prairie grasses around anymore due to just the the culture of farming and that has changed the landscape significantly over the last several centuries. But as long as you've got some sort of tall prairie grass, pasture area, and you've also got a mix of ag fields dotted in there for food sources and probably water as well with those ag fields, you're definitely going to be able to find some grouse to go after. So as you're thinking about it and you want to go out and you want to tackle doing a little bit of upland game hunting in Nebraska. Those are kind of the things that you want to start to look for, particularly if you're going to do any sort of e-scouting. So whether you're using your Onyx app or you're getting on Google Earth or whatever, those are the things that if you can find doing that, that'll help you zero in on an area that you want to go and take up hunting. Like I mentioned earlier, we grew up hunting in Nebraska. I grew up in the south central part of the state. Particularly in the area called the Tri Cities area. Tri Cities are Grand Island, Hastings, and Kearney. And within that area, we did a lot of public land hunting for quail and pheasant. And growing up, we would go out, we would have the dogs out with us, and it would be maybe my dad, my brother, and I, occasionally maybe an uncle or something like that. We'd go out and we'd get the dogs out, we'd let them work, and we would hunt public land. Well, anything that we hunted public land-wise was usually within probably 20, maybe 30 minutes. Of course, this was all back 20-plus years ago when we were doing this. So the hunting back then was maybe not at its peak, but but was still good. After that period of time, hunting for pheasants and quail, the perception was that it kind of dropped off. The birds weren't nearly as numerous for whatever reasons, maybe harsh winters, maybe high predator populations, maybe hard hunting pressure, whatever the case may be. So the perception was that the heyday of upland game hunting was in the past and it's not something that you you consider doing in Nebraska. Over the years, I've gotten back into hunting Not upland game birds so much, although that's not to say I haven't hunted them. I just not as as often as I did growing up. But I can tell you, like from my experience out deer hunting, particularly in the panhandle where I, I go deer hunting, there is a huge population of grouse and pheasants in the panhandle, specifically on this farm that I'm allowed to hunt on. So this landowner is a very diligent person in taking care of not only his business as a farmer, but he's also diligent in taking care of his land that he has suitable places for wildlife to be. So each year he puts in some sort of rotational crop where he'll plant in, you know, whether it's sunflowers or sorghum or something like that, that he's not going to harvest it's going to be that if you will idle egg field but it's going to offer the birds a lot of protection a lot of food now at the same time that also brings in more predators so coyotes bobcats raccoons whatever the case may be so the particular landowner, he allows somebody to come on his property and trap. And those efforts help boost the population of upland game birds and helps keep the predator numbers down a little bit. So there's a nice balance in there and it's allowed the bird population to get up and be quite significant. In fact, a few years ago, I was out hunting and I was heading down a dirt road When I say dirt road, I mean a true dirt road. Like this is an actual minimum maintenance road. And it's, you know, the fine powder dust of dirt. It's just the, the, you know, nobody really drives on it. It's kind of more or less in the middle of of the pasture, um, although it is a, a county road. So I'm driving down this road and out in front of me is probably a group of 20 pheasants just walking down the middle of the road like, bloody dee no big deal so I, I couldn't believe it and that year I actually happened to be taking a lot of photos so I ha- I got out, I stopped I got out my camera and I took photos so if you want to see any photos of it I, I put post those again on my Facebook page so there's lots of opportunity for upland game hunting out there However, this landowner had a bad situation where somebody overstepped some permission and nobody's allowed to hunt those birds anymore. I can't blame the guy. People who do that just drive me nuts. Okay, so enough about that. What if you were looking to do a little bit of hunting in Nebraska? Maybe you're an opportunistic hunter and you want a chance at going after pheasant, quail, and grouse. So let's just let's say you want to go after all three species. Well, what you want to do is you want to pick an area with the best opportunity to see all of those birds and provide habitat that those birds can thrive in. Most likely you're not going to necessarily find all of those birds in the same area all at once, but you're going to find them in relative close proximity. So where is that that you want to start to look for? If you're looking for maximum opportunity for all three birds, you want to basically look at a Nebraska map and find Kearney, Nebraska. So south-central part of the state along the interstate where it dips down following the Platte River. From there, go west, basically draw a line, if you will, all the way out to Ogallala. And right there, you're going to be close to the Nebraska-Kansas border and where the panhandle of Nebraska starts. Draw a line south down towards Imperial, coming a little ways down. And then come back east towards Holdridge and back up towards Kearney. And in that particular area, and that's a fairly general area, I get that, but you don't have to be within that area, maybe north or south of it a little bit for your hunt. But in that general area or close to that general area, you're going to have the greatest opportunity to find all three of those species. There is suitable habitat across that entire area that you're going to be able to find some pheasants. You're going to find quail. You're going to find grouse and prairie chicken. So what you want to do is you've got that general area. Pull out your Onyx maps or get online and pull up the Nebraska Public Land Atlas and start looking at those general areas and look for the public lands. You want to then either do some e-scouting and pull up google earth or whatever if you've got onyx maps pull that up and put it on the satellite imagery and look for those habitat things that each bird likes so a reminder again of what that was for pheasant that was grasslands idle crop fields wetlands and shrubs for quail that was wild grasses shrubs and open woodlands and for grouse similarly, they would like tall grass prairies and ag fields mixed in with that area. So primary food, shelter, water. Find those things that fit the needs of the birds that you're looking for. Get on there. Do a little bit of e-scouting. If you aren't going to do e-scouting, that's fine. No big deal. You still need to probably find where you want to go public land wise and get in the truck and do a little bit of good old fashioned boots on the ground, drive around and look and see what you can find. If you're fortunate enough to know somebody in the area and you can get permission to get on private land, or maybe you're a brave enough soul to go knock on some doors and ask for permission. That's another great way to get out there and do a little bit of hunting. Mind you that, like I said earlier, the upland game birds of Nebraska kind of had a downturn for a while, or at least they were perceived to have had a downturn for a little while, so some of those landowners might be awfully protective of the upland game birds on their property, and you may get told no as a result. Just be prepared for that, and be as polite as possible. If nothing else, build some rapport with them, do what you can. If you're good friends with them or whatever, do something for them, help fix fence, cut firewood, something like that. The other things that I've heard folks do, if you're, maybe you don't know them, but you're out there asking for permission, you can maybe offer to say, hey, look, I'm out here going hunting, just looking to see if I can maybe gain some access. While I'm out there, I'd be really happy to pick up trash and debris that's been thrown out get rid of it for you, kind of help clean up a little bit. Do the the landowner a favor. So offer them something in return for allowing you to come out there and do a little bit of hunting. Either way, once you kind of figure out where you want to go or you've got permission on where you want to go, then you just take it from there. You need your gear, you need your dogs, you need your buddy, and you need to get out there and you need to start working the fields and looking for the birds. So as I mentioned, Upland Bird Hunting, Quail and Pheasant, is coming up for opening on October 26th. And as I mentioned earlier, if you listen to an earlier podcast, Podcast Number One, you know that the grouse season opened up back on September 1st. So here in just a few days, there's going to be a lot of opportunity for people to get out. And as we all know, opening day is a big day. So there's going to be a big push of birds. They're going to be moved around a lot. So if you plan on it doing any hunts after opening weekend, just be sure that you're kind of aware of what's going on, Um, maybe where those birds might be pushed to. They're going to be probably tighter in their more protected areas. They're going to want to stay closer to maybe those cover of the woodlands or the shrubs or something like that, where they can make quick getaways. So just be aware of that. So what are maybe some areas that if you're a public land hunter, you want to take a look at? Well, like I mentioned, growing up, I hunted in the Tri-Cities area, so Grand Island-Hastings, Kearney area. We used to hunt a Hannon waterfowl production area, which is near the Shelton area, so kind of almost dead center in the middle of all of that. That was always one of our top places to go. The other ones that we went to are Deepwell Wildlife Management Area, Springer Waterfowl Production Area, and Cornhusker wildlife managed area. Again, those are all relatively close to home. They were within 20-30 minutes. There were easy drives. We could be there early, get out there, do hunting, be home by midday or whatever. So those are some good areas to take a look at. They're all still out there. They're all still public land hunting places. So probably worth a check depending on, you know, what kind of pressure there might be from opening weekend and that you may need to adjust from there. But what if you're going to be that opportunistic hunter and you're gonna go to the area I laid out earlier? Well, some areas out there that are probably worth checking out that are maybe some bigger parcels are Funk waterfowl production area as well as Peterson waterfowl production area, the Sacramento Wilcox wildlife management area, maybe around Red Willow wildlife management areas, Those are all going to give you some good starting places. They're all, again, relatively larger pieces of public land, but dotted throughout all of that space, Nebraska has what is called open fields and waters. And this is private lands that individual landowners will offer up to the public to hunt on. Again, it's private land, but you don't have to go specifically get permission to be on there. It's opened up for you to do so. What you want to make sure that you do is that if you go in there, you either leave it the way you found it, if it's in really good shape, or if you need to pack some stuff out, make sure that that land is available in the future if somebody was not doing their part in making sure that they took their trash out with them. Help everybody out, farmer, hunter, and alike, and pack out stuff. Leave it better than you found it. Those are some really good opportunities and options for you. Waterfowl production areas are going to have the wetland areas and that that you may be looking for for that water source. They're usually like stuff that's close to egg fields. As always, I want to thank you for listening. If you have any questions, reach out on the Monument Hunts Facebook page monument.hunts at gmail.com or you can actually find me on Instagram as well under the handle monument underscore hunts I don't post a lot of stuff on there but that's one option as well so if you've been listening to the podcast on podbean thank you very much if you're an iphone person and you've been listening on podbean just know that now we are on the apple ipod app as well so you can find us there. As always, thank you for listening, stay safe, and we'll catch you next time.